0: Hi, I'm Peter Haddock, and welcome to another edition of the Content with Media podcast series. This edition is sponsored by Ritchie Brothers. They're the used equipment specialists, and if you want to buy or sell with Ritchie Brothers, then you can find out all the information you need to do that at rbauction.com. And today's guest is the MD of DataTag, Kevin. For my next episode, I've looked at how the DataTag Caesar system works, and I've got a little bit confused with how that's actually going to help the industry beyond theft, because I know it's got different functionality. So what I've done is I've gone and found Kevin, and Kevin is actually the main man at DataTag who can tell me what the vision is uh, beyond theft for the Caesar system and what that actually means for the industry. Kevin, could you please introduce yourself, tell us um, your full name and title, as it were, but also... So, uh, tell us what Datatag has been doing and um, how, you know, one, the plant theft issue we've got at the moment is causing people concern, but how the CESAR system is, is working to tackle it. Hi, Peter.
1: Yes, well, I'm Kevin Howells. I'm the Managing Director of Datatag ID Limited, based here in the United Kingdom. Uh, I've been with the company for over 20 plus years, and the company's been in existence now for coming up to 28 years, and originally uh, was started out by a Japanese company, small company called the Yamaha who you may know from making motorcycles etc and other musical instruments so um, that's uh, how we started Peter and uh, as you know or as I've met you on many occasions uh, you probably know us now more so for helping to protect plants and agricultural machinery.
0: Yes that's absolutely right yeah and I think the real issue and why you're on today is obviously we've had a doubling in plant theft. And obviously, we still have a serious issue, an even more serious issue now, according to a policeman I've recently talked to, uh, with agricultural sector as well. Um, Absolutely. So, you know... It's, it's worrying times. But I think what has been clear, and I spoke to Ian, the security expert at Clancy Docker, is that yes. actually there are things you can do to avoid theft. Yes. And the Caesar system that they use has been one of the instrumental factors in that, in a sort of five-tier approach that they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me a little bit about the actual Caesar scheme as such, because okay. you've got some people that are involved in it from a manufacturer perspective. I believe you've then got the ability for dealers to put the CESAR system on before they send it out. And I don't really understand whether me, if I own some stuff, whether you guys would come and put it on stuff I already own. I'll try and clear up any
1: confusion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I just, if you just bear with me to go back a little bit in time, some of us will remember back in 2006, uh, the UK winning the bid for the Olympic Games. Yeah. And yeah. at that time, it was reported there was over £1 million a week of machinery being stolen in the United Kingdom, which is a huge number. Huge
0: grief. Yeah, that's a massive. massive number. It yeah. is.
1: And it's one of those things, because a lot of machines had, you know, a bunch of keys that you could get off a well-known online auction site for 20 or £30, which would start most things. Uh, there was no left or right-hand drive problems and the cost of getting a machine out of the country was probably no more than 1,500 pounds in a container, it was a perfect storm. Wow. Now, there is a gentleman out there who's heavily involved in the industry. His name's Kevin Clancy of Clancy Docker. At the time, he was the chairman of something called the Plant Theft Action Group, and he took the unusual action of writing to every single police chief in the country, 43 different police forces, and saying, what are you doing about this problem of plant theft? Right. And um, some of those letters never got answered, but I'm pleased to say that uh, the one force that did actually take some action was the Metropolitan Police and they called over 20 companies into their headquarters which were based in north london to say look we've looked at this problem and what we really need what would help us to help you as an industry is we need an international secure registration scheme for plants and machinery it had never been done before peter as you can imagine if you look at ford they've got 10 different variants of a monday or a bmw etc but you you know there is a widget or a gadget for absolutely everything in the construction world and of course not everything is road registered
0: yeah of course Um, yeah you've got attachments and all sorts of things you know yeah. that's correct so like
1: kevin clancy writing is is as chairman to the force it actually uh i suppose the force thing well how could we tackle this and and so they were saying look right you know if we were going to stop something at the side of the road at two o'clock in the morning if it's big and yellow we assume it's a well-known staffordshire manufacturer it could be
0: any one of a, a few manufacturers i'll help you out with that that's jcb <laughs> but you're yes. right it could yep. be caterpillar with filling in in Canuck as well obviously right. I, I was trying to be politically correct but well <laughs> oh that. you can be politically correct <laughs> Correct. Okay. i don't have to okay. All right. <laughs> but you can imagine from an
1: officer who, who isn't an anorak on, on looking at machinery um yeah, thinking right yeah. this what's this big yellow piece of kit where do you find an identification number he's got a health and safety issues are trying to climb on top or she on top of a machine that could be oily and greasy on the side of a hard shoulder mm. and then if they find some numbers they then to think well who do i now call at two o'clock in the morning and that's yeah, why the registration scheme came about right so we were one of 20 companies that have been involved in going through a competitive tender process and although we weren't the biggest peter what we had had is many years experience of tagging things like motorcycles and jet skis and trailers and obviously some construction and agricultural equipment right right and the original specification of the caesar was they wanted massive number plates on the roof on the side of machines, okay, right. And yeah. uh, when we quickly, you know, toured around the UK trying to work with manufacturers, insurance, finance companies, say what would work, obviously it became apparent that not everything has a cab.
0: Yep. There was correct.
1: no way we'd get manufacturers to put massive numbers on the roof so that helicopters could read them. And yeah. um, and that's how we end up using a lot of our technologies that we've been using for many years, which is state-of-the-art technologies, so, so cutting-edge uh, transponders and tag technology that gets injected in things like the wiring loom, in the seats, the dashboards. Random. Each tag's totally unique. So they haven't got like a set of five on one machine, but everyone's unique and very yeah. secure. They can't be zapped or decoded. We put another layer of um, identification there using a data dot system. These are tiny. St- Tiny dots, about the size of a full stop on a page.
0: And oh, that is has, small. That is t- small. Yes, you,
1: you wouldn't necessarily see them with the human eye. Right. Or any other eye, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, these have got a unique number on. And yes. it means that a criminal has got to find every single dot. And this could be thousands on one machine, where a police officer has to just find one. To right. Right. Yeah, and then another belt and braces uh, technology put in there was the glue that holds these dots on. We have a unique forensic DNA, so we can take the identification of components and a vehicle right down to a molecular level. So and you're then- telling me that,
0: like, if even if I went round a, a machine and I found a hundred dots and mm-hmm. the things that've been in the wiring and everything yes. else, the fact of me taking them off, the glue's yes. still going to be there, and that Sometimes. holds. The, the DNA of the machine. The Caesar system is now fitted around the world at
1: possibly close to 70 factories. And the beauty right. of the system is they're putting these uh, this technology on at a different yeah. locations. So, yes, so right. a criminal, compared to what they had to do, which was to try and grind off numbers, maybe re-stamp yeah. them, yeah. they've yeah. now got to strip this machine right down to a molecular level and rebuild it. And that's why it's become <laughs> a fantastic deterrent because criminals yeah. are tending to avoid stealing machines with Caesar on and trying to find yeah. machines that don't because they don't want to risk being prosecuted court and going to prison of and so yeah. i mean of course the most familiar aspect of the caesar scheme are the triangles with the unique registration yeah, your numbers great big stickers, yes and there's basically. quite a lot of security yeah. built yeah. into those as well so that they can't be changed or uh, copied or actually cloned in some ways as well and there's even microchips embedded within that plate as well so if you look at that as a system it's become a very robust and it's become almost like the industry standard and because the whole yeah, system yeah, yeah. came about as a way of us trying to prevent theft and broad and it's a very secure system it's it's lent itself very well to being used for other aspects which is why I knew that you were quite keen to hear about how it's now developed for things like helping to help police emissions and obviously um, asset management software, etc.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, just to come a little bit slightly back, one of the things that was raised in an earlier conversation for me is actually you've done something clever from a copyright perspective. Yes. So if people are trying to mimic the sticker, <laughs> um, policemen can actually prosecute them for producing stickers with your logos yes. because they're embedded into it. Correct. So therefore they were struggling with the prosecution element out uh, finding people that were fraudulently making these stickers, yeah. but you cleverly put the copyright element into it so they could prosecute. That, that's, that's so great. that's a really clever yeah. bit, really. To be well, it was one of those things. When you, you start, know.
1: as I say, just before the Caesar scheme came about, I, I think my carbon footprint <laughs> wasn't particularly good at the time, travelling around the UK, <laughs> chatting to everyone who's connected to plant and machinery theft. And of yeah, course, yeah. it still goes on these days. And I think you might have spoken to my colleague, Nick Mail, who's part of our police liaison yes. team where you've got yeah. some very sophisticated forgeries of ID plates and that's still happening today right. and is fooling police and some manufacturers that's how good they've got so we yeah. Yeah. you know we know about these issues of course the other thing we were looking at was some of the issues that the DVLA have with regards to cloning of number plates and cars and okay. um, you know I think you could or you probably still can get number plates made up at over 30,000 locations in the United Kingdom and we've all wow. seen cars going down the road with number bunched up or a bit of tape to make it look you know a, another a letter to look like a number to spell a name um, yeah that's
0: right yeah and of course yeah. in, in
1: in major cities where you've got cameras controlling and relying on the number plate system it's crazy that someone could take the number plate of one black ford focus and put on another black ford focus and you could potentially drive in and out of that zone for many weeks before yeah, anyone knows right. so we took yeah, all it's... of that into account and so what we have we have one specialist supplier of our plate we make it out of a secure tamper evident material so that it can't be peeled off and put onto something else we face spent a lot of money creating our very own unique font so that uh, this is anti-tamper proof Mm -hmm. as well so that people can't make a 7 look like a letter T or a 0 look like an O. Right, Um, yeah. yeah. And um, there's, you know, trademarks right throughout the whole plate, And that's because the police have a very powerful tool uh, where they can prosecute someone under something called the Proceeds of Crime Act.
0: And and that's when
1: some clever criminals who may well think they can benefit from stealing lots of stuff, stashing it away, hiding it. And even if they do go to prison, when they're out a few years later, they're able to get their hands back on the stuff that they managed to steal. With the Proceeds of Crime Act, if police can prove that they've managed to get Get all of those goodies illegally, then they can actually then take those goodies off them. So that can be anything from cars and houses and boats and things like that. So it's cost us a fortune over the years, Peter, but we have registered the data tag name, word, and our trademark globally. So obviously people have to get our permission to use our trademark and words. And so that's how the police are able to successfully prosecute people. Even if they don't always have a robust case, they can say, well, you haven't got permission. The trademark trademark." copyright
0: to use it. And you know, a lot of of manufacturers do that. And it's
1: it's obviously a way in which somehow they can start the process prosecution, ruling in some ways because at that point it's an enabler yes that's it so yeah long story but uh, for us it's all about trying to innovate I'd like to try and say keeping a step ahead of the criminals but you know every day we're finding scams and methods that are going on We think wow that's very simple but quite clever how they've done that
0: and that's why I think you know when you've got the Caesar system you know and there are people like JCB and Atachi that I know that are standardising that in their production and factories and stuff which is a credit to them but also you can get them put on by a dealer you can't you and can it. you get it put on by you guys if i had a fleet of kit that's not got on? yes yeah, right? so, so, so how's it so work? again going back to the early days
1: originally the specification given being given us by the police was we want this registration scheme to go on everything new it's very easy to yeah, cope yeah. with that peter because you can just send the system to a factory they put it yeah. on and they send us their electronic data but then it was yeah. our colleagues at the construction plant association a cpa said well actually a lot of our members will not be replacing their machines straight yeah, away yeah. so how could they benefit from this Scene. now yep. what we didn't want was someone being able to buy a system and putting it on a stolen machine and thereby validating
0: it oh yes of course you know, yes i understand uh, yeah you know, yep, um, yep, of
1: course yeah, yeah so again it took us months to sort this process through and we've now got over 400 technicians and qualified dealers around the united kingdom who can come out and fit a caesar system for you and what they've gone right. through they've gone through criminal record bureau checks that we do immediately and every year or so after that they've gone through police training with our police liaison team as well as some police training give themselves so they know exactly what to look for what mm-hmm. the sort of things that criminals are doing to change numbers how to spot fakes when they visit your location they'll be asking you as the keeper register keeper, that machine to show them either your DVLA documents your receipts your certificate of conformity and then when they've got all of mm-hmm. that they will have also have been given the uh, thumbs up and they go ahead by the CEA and the AEA as an approved technician and they will then fit the yeah. system professionally and register your machine as well. Obviously, at the same time, because of our connections with the police and access to the police national computer, as well as the secure database we are, are on, we're making checks in the background to make sure it's not been stolen or has it got any outstanding yeah. finance, etc. Yeah, yeah.
0: I so it's that. a bit of... Right, so you simple as one fitted. Yes, yeah. yeah. You can get one fitted. That's the main thing, because, you know, uh, I think with this, this, this increase in plant theft we're seeing, I think from me and from Clancy Dockery, he's basically saying he's getting stuff stolen stolen yes. but it's not their stuff it's hired in stuff yes because they recognize that his is all painted in different colors there's all kitted out with a telemetry and all these other different things and caesar mm-hmm. and everything else yes. but it's the plant stuff that they're hiring in exactly that yes. is getting stolen it, you know. going
1: back to the ethos of trying to keep it simple the idea is that you don't have to be an expert in plants and machinery i mean we have got to a situation now where the majority of manufacturers are fitting this at standard and so yeah. and we've trained thousands of police officers up and down the united kingdom to say every jc be Manitou, Caterpillar, Merlot, John yep. Deere coming off the production line for the United Kingdom have these Caesar triangles. If you can't see them, then you yep. should be suspicious. And of yes, course, of if course. you can see them, we I have to run a 24-hour international call center, and yep. people can simply call us and quote the number, and we'll help them with a check, or they can use their smartphone and scan the item as well.
0: Uh, and that's you yep. know, two o'clock in the morning at the side of the road, as I said earlier. That's perfect. And I think for me, you know, what was moving on from this element is you launched at plan Plant works last year yeah. the new emissions standard that is linked to Caesar. so the emissions standard is critical for people i think moving forward in low emission zones and things like that yes. and talking to my plant hire friends obviously they had an issue with uh, the kit being stopped before it goes onto site yeah. um, for checks to be done to see if it meets you know the right emission standards that are set out for that particular project Yeah, you know, whether it be low emissions or sort of standard emissions so this has been added on as a very very visible sticker to say what emissions that machine relates to exactly, but yes. that equally relates to their identity through the CESAR scheme doesn't yes, it so yes. they you know that that can't be faked either. Can
1: no it? and again this was another challenge that was set for us really the scheme is constantly evolving you know we're always adding things to it and changes the background that people don't know about and the you know the thousands has cost us to develop where we've got to but what we have right now is almost like an industry standard with a very secure database uh, that's Uh, probably the most accurate and largest of its kind in the world and because it was created to try and stop machinery theft thereby you know we've never lost a case in court when it's the evidence has been given it lent itself as a fantastic platform to help police or helping to police vehicles for emissions we were then sort of given the challenge well how do we do how do we make this easier because I'm not sure if any of your previous colleagues or uh, people you've had this discussion with you know we've been told that you know currently at the moment it's the planning department that have to look at these of these rules and regulations so they basically set what tier level a machine has to have uh, an engine fitted for these planning projects that they're working on and then basically it can be as crude as someone having to stop a machine running fall through the mud and dirt ask the driver to start putting your rigger boots high-vis jackets trying to make a, a sense of the machine you're looking at opening up the engine hood wiping down engine plates trying to find them and then trying to work out the coding on there to see which engine level it is, and then obviously repeating that with every other piece of kit on there now of course if this stuff's being fitted on a production line what we've come up with is a very simple way of you being able to spot something from 100 yards away to see that it is a tier five, but it yeah, isn't yeah, just yeah. a label. We've taken yeah, all the yeah. lessons we've learned from Caesar, we've made the label tap evidence so it can't be removed, the security features built into it, There's another unique number on the plate that is linked to the season number, but isn't the same as the season number. And of course, um, in the background, it allows people to do these checks. So you've got the uh, easy ability to identify something on site. But in the background, even though we've got things going on right now where industry aren't necessarily building a great deal, my IT team are working flat out developing portals for the likes of organizations and projects like HS2, where they can do a check on equipment that's going to be coming on site and make it far easier for them. So it's removing the burden and cost of the extra administration for these large companies.
0: Yeah, well, it's not just the cost of the extra administration, is it? I think, you know, you've got a cost there of of manpower and you've also got the cost of time lag as you've got the dumper HGV drivers with all the equipment on the back waiting for that process to take place. You you know, you need to be swift to allow kit to get on site and be active don't exactly you? We, we've got um, two sides so
1: you've got the company that's providing or tendering to supply their kit so they've got quite a lot of admin to provide to say these yep. are the items we're going to put on your site and here's our proof that they've got tier 5 3b engines. Yep. and then you've got the planning side and the people who police the side having to do their checks and the way that do their checks yeah, yeah. has been right let's get dirty and let's go and uh, see yeah, if we which can see is what we've just got ridiculous here. yeah so, uh, so i mean
0: you know from my point of view that's great and it's going to actually help the progress of emissions and actually what it's going to do in my mind is drive the changes in behaviors from the industry as far as changing up their equipment because they know it's going to be checked as well so yes. you know they know they're not going to send in the future anything less than a stage five to that site because it will be checked and i think that actually what that does over time is it renews the uk earthworks plc for want of a better word yes. phrase yes. you know, industries fleets to be more carbon efficient I totally agree with stop, you stop doesn't it yes and, and that's
1: you know as an industry have made some massive steps forward in reducing emissions this is another step forward in saying look you know we're open and transparent and here we are this is this is a simple way now which everyone can access this information and and clarify what we've got on site and and have the i suppose a faith in the data that we've got that is genuine and it's 100 percent
0: and so that brings me on to the next sort of phases what i was interested in is the the conversation i've had with ian again at clancy docker around how he's used the caesar scheme to be a bit more of an asset management tool, mm-hmm. and also how he's used the Caesar scheme that we know on plant, but the, those micro dots on tools. Yes. So he's basically giving me the example of, here is our white van, for want of a better word, that's also got the Caesar tag on it. Yes. Here is then the thing that it's towing, which is a mini excavator, that's also got the Caesar tag on it. And inside, all of the attachments that are going to be with that machine or uh, the hand tools have all got Caesar micro dots and stuff on them. So mm. I can use, for want of a better word in the future, I can use an app to scan all of these things, yes. send that into the data database, that means I've got a full understanding of what I left the site and the yard with yes. and if something is stolen i've got a way of actually proving that exactly what's stolen and therefore from an insurance perspective it makes it a lot easier it's a lot cleaner and you know that individual knows what's on their particular transport and whatever they're towing and has started that as their daily check correct yes, um, yeah so that's that it's brilliant isn't it, it? it so
1: yeah well from again the system's point of view it has established itself as the primary identifier the caesar scheme has become yeah. The primary identifier. Lots of factors, stamping numbers on all the different types of kit, where you find these numbers. We've reduced that yeah. into a five digit number and we can have millions of these. And as you've seen, it's, yeah. it's a very secure platform for us to put things on, like the emissions side. And a few yeah. years ago, I say a few years ago, I was very keen to always adopt new technologies and right from almost the beginning of the scheme you may well have heard of something called the internet of things Yeah, um, indeed. which yep. is uh, you know the connectivity you have i like to think of it as the internet of tags or iot and um, <laughs> and so we started introducing secure qr codes quick reference codes onto the number yep. plates of the caesar plates because although we've given thousands of scanners to all police forces across the uk where they can scan the machines and in europe i don't know i don't see many people the these days with an old nokia most people have a smartphone and they're quite savvy yeah. with it to be able to pick it up and scan and they want information at their fingertips instantly so we created you know not long after seeing we going there's the qr code which just so you're aware isn't actually the number you see on the number plate. we've got lots of security built into that as well so that no one can clone it or try and fool the system yeah. and by scanning those yeah. code it will give you confirmation of the machine now of course so the next step from that would be okay let's, let's use the ability of a smartphone with a gps etc and so we've developed some smart software that allows you when we're looking at tools to scan tools and it will tell us who's scanning it where you're scanning it It'll plot it on a map, something that can be shared with your colleagues back at base, who will know that you've scanned it or other companies have scanned it, and how long it's there and which contract it's meant to be connected to. And of course, the next step as we're working with Ian at Clancy's is is that we're doing exactly the same for tagging the vehicles so that when they want to do a stock check, they're able to scan the vehicle and they will have an exceptions report as this vehicle should have ten items on and these are the items that should be listed and one's missing. And yeah. it was Joe yeah. Bloggs in another van who scanned it. So yes, yeah. as an asset management tool based on the secure elements we've added into Caesar, I can see that, you know, for companies like Clancy Docker, although theft is a massive issue for them, the functionality that they're getting out the Caesar scheme now almost surpasses the benefits of the original benefits of what Caesar was created for, which was the
0: security side. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think the one thing that I'm really keen on is the the next phase, which Ian hinted at when I spoke to him, and I think is really, really cool, is the fact that we know in this industry, this industry in the plant sector in particular, is higher based so you get a lot of people that are hiring a piece of equipment out. Some people do it with operators, which is a different thing, but generally hiring a piece of equipment out. And then you know, there are systems that interlink to make sure that Clancy's using IAM, I think, that, that makes sure that operators got all the tickets before they can actually operate it. But that to one side, you walk onto a machine and all these machines, the clever manufacturers out there, sort of Caterpillar and beyond, have put all these great systems into these machines like eco mode or power mode and things like that. But obviously, if you're just walking on as an operator to a machine, the first time you've ever seen it, you don't actually know what all the fancy gadgets do. So what I vote to Ian about and what I think is a really exciting thing that you guys can potentially do is actually scan that QR code and get a little video of how to use the machine. Yeah,
1: just think about, you know, the QR code is basically a very simple way of connecting yourself to the World Wide Web. And in effect, you know, we've done all the hard work in the background to make sure that the machine exists is the correct machine it's got the right tag and technology on it and it's now registered to to the right company what the qr code allows us to do using your smartphone is you to scan it and then you'll be given options peter and that can be what is this machine when was it last yep. serviced? How do I service it? What yep, do I yep. need to know to start this machine safely? Which could be a link to a small YouTube video to show how to start that machine. And we've got ways of actually seeing that actually that operator linked onto that part yeah, of the of course, website, yeah, but they yeah, didn't yeah, watch yeah. it. And that's an interesting ah, one. Right. So, um, <laughs> Gosh, so we can say yeah. that actually, yeah you linked on it but you didn't go through and watch it as well and of course yep. there's other aspects as we can see moving forward that there could be aspects to uh, connections to service history or annual safety checks yep. as well or even and we have had discussions with some hire companies where they want to use it say what well, could we actually get someone if they wanted to continue hiring that machine for an extra week they could just yep. simply hit the continue hire or rehire again using that because although we have our own system it might just be easier because that's already on the machine and people are yeah it's
0: an order it's a simple identifier particularly when you've got a smaller hires and smaller businesses you know that are like right I don't know oh I just haven't finished this i didn't just do this right now yes you know instead of having all of the phone calls and everything like that it's digitalizing the construction site even more that isn't it, it is, so yes. and it's the way we need to go because quite frankly the whole rigmarole of something being sent out to pick up a machine only to get there to say oh I want it for another few days the carbon impact of it is just crazy Huge. so I yeah. mean for yeah. me you know wrapping this up I think what's really been exciting about the Caesar scheme I've known it for years mm-hmm. I saw the emissions thing thought that was clever it's the asset management stuff it's the QR codes ability to do much more it's the remote learning that we're all talking about right now the remote communications exactly, what that exactly. does in my mind is it does a few things what it mm-hmm. does is it really does focus the mind on the one critical thing we're all enjoying right now and that is cleaner air so yes. that is reducing the carbon impact of the industry so for example if if you know we don't have to send that HGV out because it's already added on that week high we've just talked about. If we're getting more low emissions machines in because people are recognizing and and focusing on that from that standard if we then have an ability for an operator who doesn't isn't familiar with machine to whack it in eco mode because he's doing simple tasks therefore saving carbon and if we can join it all up so that the carbon embedded carbon that's in machines remains in those machines instead of them being stolen and broken down and sold elsewhere then actually we win 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 for the environment we obviously win throughout all of this this commercially because we're maintaining things properly we're, we're not having what are we, we're doing preventative maintenance but we're doing scheduled maintenance and we're not having a situation whereby a machine goes down because it wasn't maintained properly all of this has that environmental impact and therefore the positive cost impact doesn't it kevin
1: i totally agree and as i say i can see you know there are lots of things in the pipeline for this the industry scheme as is you know being expanded into other sections and also other countries and territories as as well so uh, yeah it, it's it's just i am sort of uh, really pleased how the thing has developed if we go back 10 or 12 years when it first started although you had sort of visions of it potentially getting to the stage I have you know been really pleased with the way things have come together recently with regards to the uh, the asset management side and of course the emissions policing as well
0: yeah and I think Kevin what I'd like to say is I know you and your guys unfortunately at this time are incredibly busy because plant theft is on the rise mm. but what I'd like to to do is congratulate you you and the team for thinking outside the box or outside the tag, let's say, um, because I think, you know, we've got to collaborate more as we come out of this industry. A crisis, as another one of my podcasters said the other day, a crisis gives, brings opportunity, um, right, you know, yes. and if you can't learn from a crisis what we can do better, then, yeah. you know, you've missed the opportunity. So we've got a great potential uh, future for the, the Caesar scheme and the wider things in which you can do for the industry. Uh, and right now, we've got an industry that's hopefully thinking a bit more outside the box, whether got that bit of time at home to digest this so i'm going to be chucking this out uh, as a podcast so thanks very much kevin appreciate your time you can get back to doing what you do best making sure those thieves don't get hold of our equipment back to some crime fighting thanks peter Thanks, Thanks a lot. for Cheers.
1: listening, sir. Bye-bye.
0: No Bye-bye. problem. Bye. So it's a big thank you to Kevin for being on the podcast. And it's a big thank you to Ritchie Brothers, the used equipment specialists, who have actually sponsored this edition. And of course, when you're talking about emissions and when you're talking about replacing equipment, you can buy and sell equipment with Ritchie Brothers all over the world. And you can find out more about Richie Brothers at rbauction.com. So thanks very much to them. And once again, thanks to you, the listeners. You have been brilliant in helping me put these podcasts together, sending me questions, sending me suggestions, and really getting behind the conversation and the debate when it comes to really important issues like plant theft, but moving forward, emissions, and the way in which we can run the industry better. So I thank you very much for that. Please stay safe out there. Keep listening and share this with other people if you've enjoyed it. And that's enough for me. So until the next time, bye-bye.